Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Everybody, uh, this is Anda Hart uh, welcoming you to our Mother Father God live channeling session with uh, Dr. Catherine E. May. Uh, Dr. May has uh, is a practicing uh, psychologist in the New York and the Hudson Valley area um, for over 35 years, so she's quite well known, and she's also been gifted with this wonderful ability to allow the cosmic masters to also speak to us through her it's quite an honor and guess who we guess who we're going to have today Catherine and I were just excited because we just found out just a short while ago of course mother father god will be starting the call and we will ha- in what order now i don't know I don't know if Catherine knows, but following Mother, Father, God no, I will don't. be. He does. Jesus, Ananda, and Ashtar, and Saint Germain. So um, this is just a wonderful family. It, it feels like family to us. Some of you probably understand why. So we're very honored to have these cosmic guests and. Uh, Dr. May has her own website, which is whoneedslight.org. She's written a book by that name that is uh, just uh, astounding to people. And uh, it's been honored by so many, and many people are getting the book because last week we were told by Mother, Father, God that this uh, book that took 20 years to be put together is actually an ascension manual. And uh, you can read about it more on Catherine's website, whoneedslight.org. It also tells us um, more about her very unique, um, only unto herself after 30 years of study, the visual centering, which helps people clear the debris and open up their mind to the higher consciousness. So uh, you can learn about that on her website. Also be sure to check the tab at the top that says Channeled Information. When you go there, you will get to see the very beginning of this wonderful saga, and you'll be hooked just like I was. You won't. I stayed up half the night listening and reading it all. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Dr. May, and uh, we'll see how she wants to arrange these uh, guests as they come in. Dr. May, Catherine? <laughs> Hi, Anne. <laughs> what a lovely introduction. Thank you. 
Um, <clears throat> well, I'm laughing about you saying I'm going to arrange the guests. <laughs> I don't think I arrange them. <laughs> I think they arrange me. But we'll see what they have in store. Um, I will just leave it up to them, but I I think they have very interesting and ex- exciting things to tell us today. So I am really looking forward to hearing what they have to tell us. Um, Mother, Father, God usually come first, so I think we can. Yes, they're saying they'll they'll be here first. So with this whole group to talk tonight. I'm going to spend very little time in conversation and just let them come through. We may have a little music break in between a few times, but um, let's just see, shall we? Sounds wonderful. So uh, we'll give you just a moment here, uh, Catherine, to change your own uh, channels or whatever is necessary to step aside and uh, we're waiting now because we expect the next voice that we're going to hear uh, will be Mother, Father, God. Hello, everyone. We were debating just now whether to interrupt Catherine and remind her that she forgot to tell, to introduce Anne, to tell that Anne's website is thehollowearthnetwork.com. So those of you who don't already know that, that is a very interesting place to explore. So we will go on from there. Now our message. Well, this is going to be a fun night because we have lots of good news and, of course, lots of fun guests for you, people who are long time friends, we might say, (laughs) long as in millennia, actually hundreds of millennia. So they're well known to each other, but they may not all be well known to you. So they will make every effort to introduce themselves, to let you know what their philosophy of life is, what their place in the in this exciting time what their roles have been what they're working on and how they have brought things into existence that will be helpful to all of you to make your lives more wonderful and exciting and fun and maybe whatever else they want to tell you about they always have a surprise or two So we're looking forward to that, too. And now here's, let's see what we can tell you tonight that you may not already know. We did give Catherine a message um, night before last about the progress of stabilizing planet Earth. So those of you who don't already know this, we'll just give you a very brief update Your galactic brothers and sisters are here doing what you might call the heavy lifting. Literally, they are stabilizing your planet. They are looking out for your safety 
in the most dedicated and complete way, literally the survival of your planet. Well, the survival of you on your planet. The planet will survive either way, but it has been agreed and Mother Earth has declared that she really wants to protect her children and to allow all of you to ascend, if that is your wish. And we hope that it will be everyone's wish to work hard, to work together, and to celebrate because a wonderful time is going to be had by all. At least anyone who wants to have a wonderful time will. So that's part of the good news, just to remind you that it's not a bad idea to, when you go to bed at night, to send your blessings and your gratitude and your best wishes to those who are working round the clock. They don't sleep, you know. Round the clock, working hard, to protect and stabilize your planet, to preserve your way of life so that you will have a gradual and, hmm, let's say, fluid kind of transition with the minimum of chaos. Now, of course, we can't guarantee that everything is just going to go like clockwork and you won't have any surprises. That would be impossible because you're all going to be shocked at what's happening. And uh, some of it might be a little unpleasant, the shocking part, because people are going to be arrested and taken off to trial, and many already have been. You may be surprised at who some of them are, but... I'm sure they won't be missed. They will be cared for. They will be, even though they're being tried and uh, taken away, they're not punished in the way that they would be punished if they were put in the hands of, you know, your local judges. They're not going to go to prison necessarily but they will be secluded. They will be excluded from any sense of power or any interference with what is now happening on the planet. And what's happening on the planet is absolutely glorious. You may feel it happening, all of you, but there are pockets on the globe, there are places where the most astonishing things are happening. Criminals in the jails who are down on their knees praying for forgiveness, begging to be of service, begging to learn a different way of life. People who were considered hardened criminals have softened their hearts in many places. Even some who were, you might call the um, the assistants to the cabal, have are having second thoughts. Many of them have stopped in their tracks 
and begun to question their whole way of life, and some have also begun to pray for forgiveness. We see it. We know what a forgiveness prayer looks like. And I tell you, we have never seen so many. There have never in the history of the planet been so many prayers for forgiveness. It is an astonishing phenomenon. Now, of course, it is what we wished for. We have been sending the energy, the powerful energy of love, which, yes, it is disruptive to some. It's disruptive to many, actually, because it is so powerful and it's such a shift from what you're used to. Many people have been have had sleepless nights, have felt off balance, We want you to know it's not you. And the interesting effect that it has on many is that people who have an inkling toward being revolutionaries are champing at the bit, are feeling upset and outraged and newly inspired to get up on a soapbox, to tell off their boss, to stop the injustice that they see all around them. And if they're not told how right they are and how clear they are, they might think that they're crazy. They're not crazy. They're not off their rocker and they're not having a an insane moment. They're not out of control. They are simply ready. And those of you who have been hearing about the new regime that is being instituted this very week. You'll hear more about that from the others. We won't we won't take away their story. Those of you who have been hearing about that know that the feeling is, oh thank goodness, finally the people who don't know that it's already happened are the ones who are just champing at the bit, as you would say. They're beside themselves wanting to take action. And that's a wonderful thing because they will be the leaders. They're the ones who are coming forward. Even though they may not have had this position in their lives before, even though they may have been just developing in their lives, just learning to put words to what they've always felt, they will be the ones who will come forward and be the leaders who will help to establish new systems, new government, new ways of managing your... um, trade, new ways of working things out with each other, new ways of supporting each other. We will need imagination and creativity and goodwill. And there are plenty of those people. They're coming forward now. 
and they are a legion of light right there on the planet. You're going to be very surprised when you see that a need arises and someone will come forward to fill that need and do it brilliantly. And another piece of good news is that many of these people are women. There will be a predominance, in fact, of women who will have creative, imaginative ways of solving the problems that will arise. It will come from their hearts, and it will come from their experience. And their experience of being someone who knows how to collaborate. And this is what's going to happen. There will be a collaboration across the globe between and amongst people throughout neighborhoods, across countries, everywhere will be a new spirit of cooperation, collaboration, enjoyment and especially respect and appreciation for others, for other people's cultures, for other people's artistic endeavors, especially those, the joyful parts of each culture will learn to exchange. People will learn to exchange the best of what they have to offer to the world. And that will be a wonderful celebration. So the richness and the pleasure ahead will just be, well, as we've said, a new golden age. So now we don't want to hog the stage here. We're going to let the others take part in this. And I think, of course, they're always joking amongst themselves, but I think we'll leave it up to them to decide how they're going to use the rest of the time and who's going to come first. Well, they're telling me Sananda will come first. So now I'm going to turn over. We're going to turn over the the stage. And I can hear Anne on the telephone, and maybe she would like to do a little introduction for Sananda. Dear, will thank you introduce you. Sananda for everyone, please? Yes, Namaste. thank you very much, Mother, Father, God, and thank you so much for today's message and for the written message um, that we have posted. So every, um, I printed it out, I'm faxing it out to people whose computers are down. Uh, this message is wonderful and it's posted under breaking news. Um, from Mother, Father, God, and it was the most recent post, so be sure and read it more than once. It's so impressive. And um, with that, and thanking Mother, Father, God uh, for all that they've just shared with us, um, it's time to look forward to um, our sharing with Sananda, Jesus Sananda, who's very special to me, of course, and uh, to each and every one of you. We all may know him in a little bit bit different way, but he's always the same, <clears throat> so full of love. 
and uh, I believe that is his mission, is love. And I hope he'll tell us a little about the New Jerusalem when he comes on. I'm giving uh, our channel, Catherine, a little time to readjust so that she's available for the frequencies of Jesus Sananda. And I believe the next words we're going to hear will come from Jesus Sananda. Thank you, Anne. Hello, everyone. Yes, it's I, Jesus Sananda. And that's how you know me. Most people call me Jesus, but of course that wasn't my name when I was here. I was Yeshua, Yeshua ben Joseph, which is the way I think of myself when I'm in my, <clears throat> in the spirit of the one you knew as Jesus. Well, this is a wonderful time, a wonderful time. Now, what was it you asked, Anne? Did Anne oh, what ask was it, What was it that I asked? I was muted. I didn't want any disturbance. Oh. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the, the New Jerusalem, and um, will we have an opportunity to see it? Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, we were in transition, so I didn't hear the the question. The oh, New okay, Jerusalem. Thank you. Oh, the New Jerusalem is a wonderful place. It is an enormous ship. Nearly 2,000 miles across. It is hanging there, as spaceships do, above your planet. And, of course, we're not going to land the New Jerusalem. There would be no place on the planet, except maybe in the ocean, and then you wouldn't get to see us. So we won't actually land in the New Jerusalem. We will send smaller ships. We have plenty of those. So the smaller ships will be landing across the world, around the planet. And yes, yes, dear Anne, you will get to see the New Jerusalem. Many will get to see the New Jerusalem. Now this is something we haven't talked about for a while, about what the logistics will be, what the plans are for the population of planet Earth. And many of you have complained that you get conflicting messages. You know, if you read a few years ago, there was a lot on the Internet about um, how there was a rescue plan and that each of you would be taken up in the ships because the planet was going to be in uninhabitable. Well, we haven't been keeping you up to date too much recently about those things because it changes. It changes by the week. It sometimes changes by the minute. Let me give you an idea of what we plan, and then I'm sure Ashtar will want to fill in the details of this because this is, of course, his command. Um, 
What I can tell you is that because of our love for you, we keep changing the plan because the conditions keep changing and our wish is to preserve everyone to if this physical if there is physical danger we were prepared to come and rescue everyone on the planet providing that they would agree to get on the ships there might have been some who would say oh no this is too these are crazy people, or we can't do this, or I'm not going. But almost everyone would be rescued if they would agree to get on. And that plan is has always been the backup plan. So if all else were to fail, that would be what we would execute. We would do a rescue mission if... The conditions were such that, for instance, when we feared that there would be a nuclear holocaust, we were prepared to do that for you. Because it was not the doing, it would not have been the doings of the population of planet Earth. There were a few people who were causing those problems. And it was not any of you. So that's why we had that rescue mission and I believe years ago um, Ashtar told you about that well that is not untrue it's simply not plan A anymore so that always is there as our backup plan but things have changed even our technology has improved Ashtar will tell you more about that So when you say, oh, how do we know what to believe? We keep hearing all these different things. Well, that's because there are a lot of different things to tell you about. And some some of the masters that you hear from will talk about one particular facet. Another of us will talk about another facet. This doesn't mean that we're contradicting each other. It means that this is a very complex process. There are emotional, physical, scientific, technological, and spiritual issues at stake. And various masters talk about various facets. So we're not trying to trick you or withhold anything from you. Although, if there really is um, something that is up in the air... We're not likely to tell you about it until we know the, some answers, until we have some information. We try not to put out information that's too, if it's too soon. Once in a while we've made a mistake with those things and maybe told you things a little too soon or when we weren't sure what the outcome would be and then we'd have to change what we were telling you. That's not because we can't make up our minds. It's because things keep changing. The cosmos is a very complex place. And as you know, change is the norm in the universe. So we're adapting. We're flexible. We we keep reinterpreting. We keep reworking our plan. So it's not only the physical conditions in the cosmos that affect our plan. 
it is our reading of what's happening on the planet, what's happening with the people involved. That is one of the primary drivers that affects whether we change our plans or not, whether a plan will be carried out at a certain time or whether it will be delayed. There are many reasons, but that's one of the primary ones. If we see that you're not quite ready, we're not going to do something that's that you're not quite ready for, especially if it would mean leaving people behind. We don't want to do that, and that's not your contract with each other or with us. So what we're trying to tell you in these calls and in our conversations with you is that we love you dearly. We care deeply what happens to you. And we try to take into account every single individual, their needs, their growth, their hopes, and their dreams. Often they're not all that different. Most of you agree on a lot of things, on most things. So we're trying to do what's in the best interest of all. And I think you're beginning to get the hang of that. I think you're beginning to see that that's what we're doing behind the scenes. It's not always obvious. And we know that you're impatient. This couldn't happen too soon for most of you. But you can see now, you can see the changes on the planet with the energies that are coming through. You can feel it. You see the people around you changing, don't you? They are changing. The most unlikely people are becoming friendlier. Most unlikely to you because, you know, you can't know what's going on in their the back of their minds, but many people feel their hearts opening. Even people who swore they would never believe in God, well, even they are saying their prayers. Even they find themselves looking at the skies and wondering, is there really a God? What is this I'm feeling? It's working, dear ones. It's working. Now, you've been told this will go on for the month of June. Imagine. Have you seen the change in just the last week and a half? Well, there's more to come. So hold on to your hats, as you say. It's going to be a wild ride. Now, how many ways can I tell you about our love for you? That's really what I want to tell you. That's really what I want you to know, to feel in your hearts, to celebrate, that there is nothing more exciting and more wonderful and more fulfilling than to be in love in love with life, in love with each other, in love with yourself. Now, we've been talking more with you lately about stepping into your I am presence. 
many of you may know about St. Germain's wonderful books. He's modest, so I'll talk about it for him. The books that are published by the foundation in his name, they're wonderful. They describe the process of taking command of your I am presence. They illustrate examples of people who have done so. There are wonderful stories in his books. Actually, they were written by Godfrey, the one they call Godfrey. And they are charming, they are informative, and they are inspiring. Fabulously inspiring. We recommend them. They serve a different purpose from Catherine's book. We also encourage you to read that. Hers is a book about the psychology of change. And many of you who like self-help books or like to learn more about the depth of your own inner workings, that will help you. St. Germain's books will help you to be in touch with your I am presence. We'll give you examples of how it's done. And I promise you, will be tremendously inspiring. They were written maybe a little ahead of their time. Now is the time that all of you need real inspiration, real help. And we are sending you real help and real inspiration. I hope you feel that way about these messages. We love doing this. It's a pleasure to talk to you tonight. And I can see Ashtar and St. Germain here nudging each other and saying, what, are you going to cover that? Well, no, I'm I'm going to cover that. Okay. <laughs> and they're real eager to talk to you, too. So let's see. Who would like to go next? I'm going to say namaste. And I think I will suggest to Catherine that she put on the music and let you hear a little break, a little music break. Well, we organize ourselves here and let Catherine know what we're going to do. And then you will have a big treat of hearing from Ashtar and St. Germain. And I will let them decide who's going to go next. So for now, I send my love to every one of you. And I know who you are. Namaste, all. Namaste, Ananda. So thankful that you joined us tonight. This is Anne. We're going to take a little break. You want to get up and stretch a little bit, refresh your glass of water. Uh, And uh, the full... um, call tonight will be uh, 90 minutes, so we have uh, almost an hour still ahead of us. And we're going to let our channel, Dr. Catherine E. May, um, make herself comfortable. She's doing 
um, a wonderful service for us today. Let's let her make herself comfortable, and uh, then she will be able to tell us who is next on our agenda. We're looking forward yet to hearing from St. Germain and Ashtar. We've already heard from Mother, Father, God, and Jesus, Sananda. What a wonderful family. Just love these these people. They're just so wonderful to us. And um, with that, I'm going to uh, settle back, and we'll see who our next speaker will be. Hi, Anne. Hi. Who is this? It's Ashtar. <laughs> you can Hi, feel Ashtar. my energy. Hi, <laughs> how are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. It's good to hear your voice. I I feel like we're old, old friends. I'll let you go right here, and I'll get out of the way, Ashtar. <laughs> oh, you're never in the way, Anne. You're a big help here. Well, hello, everybody. What a beautiful day this has been. What a beautiful night it is. I'm looking out here with Catherine out over New York City with all the sparkling lights, the airplanes going by. Of course, I know where the ships are up there. And they're up there. You bet they are. Lots of them. All right, let's see. I have some secrets to tell. Well... They're not really secrets, of course, but I like to think of it that way because it's more fun. I want to tell you what it's like to be the commander of this fleet. I don't recall that I've ever really discussed this before, the the personal aspect, but I'm feeling so happy and full of joy tonight, I want to share with you what it feels like. I have the enormous honor to be the commander of this operation that is all about planet Earth, and it is a fabulous, fabulous project. And there are now hundreds of thousands of ships. Well, no, actually, we're more clo- we're closer to the millions now. Depends on whether you call the one you count the ones that are on their way. It is a a fleet of beautiful. The shapes are beautiful, you know. When I see a group of ships approaching, it makes my heart swell with joy and pride. There are brothers and sisters from all over the universe coming to join this party. And some of you may understand why that is, why they're all so curious about you. But we'll be telling you more about that. Many of them have been here before to planet Earth, and they're coming back. 
it's like a big reunion. And it's like other reunions, you know, where people who haven't seen each other in many lifetimes or eons who are now gathering here and they're going, oh, look, it's the Arcturians and the Pleiadians and the, oh, look, they're the ships from Andromeda. <laughs> and they're all meeting and having these groups, group sessions together and getting familiar with each other again. It's a wonderful time. And all of them are here with their hearts filled with love. They're all here to help. It is just a wonderful thing to see the outpouring of love and support for their little sister planet, for the humans here involved in this amazing experiment. You may not think it's so amazing when you've lived through such hard times and been so stressed and oppressed, yes for a long time but we see the changes dramatic wonderful changes and the more you change the more visitors we have the more we're hearing well here come some more ships they want to join in too and we know that they're coming from millions of miles away but when they arrive it's always a party so they're gathering. Your family, your extended family, is enormous. And they're all gathering to be here for this wonderful time. It's like graduation. Only you've been in school for a million years. <laughs> and now you're coming to a place where you're actually going to get a robe and a diploma that says you've done a good job. Not that you're finished, but you've done a good job. And now let's talk about your future. So we're going to hear some um, valedictorians <laughs> giving speeches. We're going to hear stories about what this has been like. And, oh, I want to remind you all to take notes. Be sure that you write down what you see happening during this time. Get a journal and keep track of the changes you see happening, even the small ones. Even the stories about a neighbor that used to be grumpy who came forward and offered you something or who said hello in the most cheerful way, even those things, because those are important changes. And then make notes about how you see the weather, about how you see the skies, about what you see going on behind the scenes, if you can see it, in your political system. What the tone is like, if it's changing, 
little announcements you hear and some of the some of the the real news announcements that you hear um on the calls and on the internet the real news pay attention and write it down because there will come a time when your grandchildren will say to you you were there tell us what it was like and you will have completely forgotten all the details of what happened before because what we're coming up to will be the beginning of a whole new life. And you're going to be so absorbed and so excited about that new life that you're going to forget what it was like before. So write it down. Talk about what the world looks like right now, about how things are changing and how things aren't changing. And if they're not changing, what is it that you see? What does it feel like? Write it down, because those will be the history lessons that your ancestors will be fascinated with. You may think that your words aren't so important or really don't matter. These will be the documents that people will be searching the libraries to read because they will be so fascinated to know what this time was like on planet Earth. We're as fascinated as they will be because we can see this change happening before our eyes and it is fabulous. So I wanted to give you a feeling about what it's like to be the commander. Okay. I look out there and I see all these ships gathering and the excitement I feel is so profound. You know, I've been here a long time waiting for this. Longer than most of you, I've been watching and waiting, anticipating, knowing it was going to come, but of course none of us knew how long it would be or when it would happen. We've been as eager as you are. So, the Bridge of the New Jerusalem is a wonderful place. The windows are huge. The technology, well, you wouldn't believe it. We don't have the thousands of dials and gauges that all of you need. You know, we fly our ships by psychic power. We'll teach you about that. It's something your scientists really don't understand yet, at least not most of them. But the ones who've been in power, and the ones who are in power who hire the scientists, hire the least imaginative ones, so they haven't gotten very far with this with the most advanced technology, and we haven't given it to them yet, of course. So we can't wait to show you around. You are going to love our ships. They're comfortable. They're even luxurious by some standards. 
And the new Jerusalem is enormous, like a, a whole continent. And, of course, we have our entertainments, we have our parks, we have our lodgings, we have lovely rooms. Each person has their own arranged as they wish, decorated as they wish. Of course, there are many, many lodgings on this enormous ship. We're honored to have our dear Sananda, who, of course, is the admiral of the fleet. He's on the New Jerusalem with me, so we see each other all the time. We work together all the time. St. Germain is here. We work together. We were laughing when when we told Catherine that we were all three going to come today. And she said, oh, a trifecta. (laughs) We like to joke. Well, we work together all the time. Of course, we each have our independent roles, so we can't, and these days have been so busy, we don't spend a whole lot of time joking and hanging out together anymore, but... The time will come again when we can do that. So, I'll describe to you a few things that will give you an image in your mind of what it's like. It's a bit like being in a city, a huge city, We tend to gather close to the bridge, those of us who are working together. We have our meeting rooms. We have our lounges. We have our music. We have our performance spaces. So we live, in a sense, very much the way you do, except that everything here is clean, shiny, uncomplicated, Our technology is silent. It's very neatly packaged. We don't have to have a lot of clutter. And, of course, there's always a light that is soothing and warm and kind because all of the masters create a light that is delightful so we never have to worry about harsh lighting or shadows (laughs) there are no shadows we feel each other's presence we don't we don't have to feel a physical presence to feel a physical presence So we are delight to each other. We love each other. We look forward to the times that we spend together. And I feel so honored and 
delighted to be in this position. Yes, it is a big responsibility. Of course it is. And I take that very seriously. But that doesn't stop me from joking. When there's time. We have been involved in a very important mission. The stabilization of the planet has been a real challenge. We've written about that in the last message. It's it's under control. Things are looking good. And we are, as you would say, everything is go. There have been some difficult times. You may notice that over a short period, there were maybe a few less messages coming through because we had our hands full every minute of every day. That's subsided now, which is why we're all here having a good time with you tonight. Things are well underway and, as we said, under control. We don't tell you all the details about those things because there is absolutely nothing you could do about it and there's no reason to frighten you or, you know, alert you to something unnecessarily if it's not a problem yet. So we just want you to know there have been some difficult things and we've handled them. And we want you to know that we do it out of love, out of deep, abiding love for all of you. And there's nothing that could give us more pleasure than what we're doing now. So I've given you a little bit of a view. I guess I didn't explain it too well, but I hope I've given you a bit of a picture of what it's like to be on the New Jerusalem. I guess I'm not too good at the physical descriptions because what I feel and see is the sense of love and camaraderie, companionship, and working hard together. You know, there are people who talk about their their days in the war and how they felt such such a deep connection to the people that they served with. Well, it's like that for us, only thank goodness we don't have fighting. But we are bound together in a deep way because of our mission. And our mission is to be here for the people of planet Earth. It is our dream, it is our hope, it is our dedicated mission to bring love to planet Earth. And, in my case, whatever technological assistance we can provide and transportation, which, of course, is going to be important. So, yes, many of you will see the New Jerusalem in various at various times for various purposes. We won't give you the whole story about that right now because things are still in the works. 
But yes, you will see the new Jerusalem, and you will be delighted. You may get some decorating ideas, too, when you see the housing we have here, and building ideas, when you see how beautifully arranged things are, how efficient, how comfortable. You have a word, ergonomic. Well, this place is an ergonomic dream compared to what you have there. To us, your circumstances look terribly uncomfortable. Bad air, uncomfortable vehicles, uncomfortable furniture. And you know what we mean. Uncomfortable clothes. Oh, my goodness. Those shoes that people wear. We wouldn't think of wearing things like that. Everything we have is completely comfortable. We love beauty. Some of us may have a flair. You may know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Our Saint Germain does like to dress up a bit at times. He likes the drama of it. And we find it enjoyable, so... That's part of the pleasure. But uncomfortable? Never. So you have a lot to look forward to. And we look forward to showing it to you and helping you understand it. And we can't wait to teach you all about the things that we do and the things we have and how we use them. It will be a great pleasure. So I think at this point I will turn over the floor now to my friend St. Germain. We sometimes call him Adamos, as most, most of them call me Ashtar. So let's see what he'd like to tell you about tonight. So I'm not even going to, he's standing right here beside me. He's ready to go. So I'm not even going to ask Anne for introductions. I'm going to introduce him myself. (laughs) So ladies and gentlemen, I would like to present my dear friend, St. Germain. Adamos, would you like to take the floor? All right. So I'm going to turn over the floor to St. Germain, and he will continue with his story about what's going on in the world these days, and he will have some interesting things to tell you, I am sure. So without further ado, I'd like to present my dear friend, St. Germain. And so long, everyone. Salute. I am Ashtar. Okay, hello everybody. This is Saint Germain. <laughs> yes, thanks Ashtar. He's a character, isn't he? Lovable, lovable guy. He has such a light. You know, love can be emitted from every person 
in the universe. And with each one, it's a little different. Because each person has their own unique makeup. And when they exude love, it is unique. When Sananda turns toward you and you feel the emanations of love that come from him, they are beautiful. That's a small word to describe it, but they are it's unique. No one else feels just like Sananda. No one else feels just like Ashtar. It's incredible, isn't it? Each one of us can express love, and it is the pure love, the most beautiful love, the most profound expression of love, and yet it has a special flavor, a special vibe about it, as you would say. That's what I'm experiencing tonight. It's wonderful to be here with Mother, Father, God, with my dear friends. And we do have news for you. We are so happy about what's happening now. I'm not going to give you every detail. It would take... 100 hours, but I can give you some updates. You've heard about the documentation that our citizens have come forward with. We have asked, um, Anne has been asked by Zora to post the documents that will be instrumental in introducing the entire new system of government and of financial systems that will need to be instituted because it's all coming down, all of it. You may have heard that everything that you know of in your government and in your banking industry has become illegal over the years. It was progressive, but there were laws passed that completely co-opted your government, completely co-opted everything, in fact, to arrange every system and every source of money to be completely redirected to the cabal. And they did succeed in reorganizing government, reorganizing all the financial systems so that every interaction, every every purchase, every loan, every commitment that was made through an official institution like a bank or a corporation, everyone was illegal. 
It was illegal because, let's see if I can give you a brief explanation of this. You're all aware that you have a birth certificate. Those birth certificates have been used without your knowledge as the official backing for all of the government loans that have been made in the last hundred years. Those loans that have used your birth certificate as collateral are completely against universal law because it has created a system of slavery. Now, you may say, oh, but I'm not a slave. I didn't, you know, I choose where I work and where I live and, well, yes, you choose where you live and where you work, but you didn't choose to turn over 50% or 75% of every dollar you earn to the cabal. That's how it's worked out. Let me tell you how they managed it. It's all been done in secret. It all was done in secret. You know how they passed the Federal Reserve Law, for instance, in at midnight on Christmas Eve after everyone had left Congress. So when they came back after the Christmas break, nobody mentioned that they had passed this new law that established a system and first they had it all put in place they had all the meetings they had all the people together the bankers who decided to who had long before planned this and then it was announced and they moved on very quickly and what they announced was we have a cure for the depression this is going to solve all our problems we're calling it the Federal Reserve Bank. And we will have all the money we need to borrow to help reactivate, uh, re-energize the, um, the whole system, the whole financial system to get out of the Depression. This will be the cure for the Depression. Well, do you think there were a whole lot of people in Congress who would say, oh, no, we don't want to fix the Depression. Most of them just went along with it. And what you're left with is the most criminal, absolutely crooked scheme that could ever have been designed that completely destroyed your democracy and put the entire country into a form that is basically, that is, in fact, a corporation. Now, we have the Federal Reserve, we have the government that you think is still representing you, but now we have all this money where those who were in really in power could influence their Congress people through subtle or not so subtle funding and as you know that's gotten even worse in the last few years so 
now the cabal could purchase their representatives in Congress, and those representatives would then pass laws that were favorable to the corporations. And that has continued and gotten worse as years went by. But the part that nobody really understood fully was that behind the scenes, the system was created where every birth certificate was given a number. Now, the people who've done the research call this the straw man. Your birth certificate, you know, you have a social security number, you have a birth certificate, and that birth certificate is on file. And in that file, you have a number. And your number represents your value as a human being, as a productive worker, working for the U.S. government, which is has been incorporated as a corporation. Now, a lot of this, there, there's a lot of this explained on the Freedom, um, Freedom Club USA website. So you can get the details about this there and other places. It's, it's explained. Uh, recently, there are quite a number of people who are on to this and have been doing good research. So here's how it works. The federal government needs money to pay for the next war or for the war they just finished. There's always one in the making. So they need the money to pay Halliburton and the other organist corporations that are running the war and profiting from it. So the federal government will take out a loan from the Federal Reserve Bank, which, of course, is this private organization run by the 13 families. They take a loan from the Federal Reserve Bank. Well, we know to get a loan, you have to have collateral. What do they use as collateral? Your birth certificate. So your birth certificate backs the loan to the Federal Reserve Bank. So you are now, without your permission, you have just signed a loan and you owe this money to the Federal Reserve Bank. That makes you a slave. Not only that, but the laws have been passed with the wording that says that these loans that are taken out by the federal government will be backed by human capital. Those words are used in the in the laws. Human capital. Human capital is what the slaveholders owners called it. When they went to a bank to take out a loan, they said, well, look, I have uh, 150 slaves. And the bank would say, oh, well, then that they're worth, you know, so and such so much money each, so we can give you this much money based on how many slaves you have. Well, that's exactly how it works now. You, with your birth certificate number, are a slave to the U.S. corporation. 
we are working, Sananda's representatives and I and many others have been working together now for many years to unravel this whole system and to give you the documentation that you need to take this apart, to take the information to your congressmen, the ones who are still honest, and there are a few. The rest are going to be taken out to begin reconstituting your own representative government. You're going to need some people to to be the leaders, and there are a few who will gladly step in and who will do a good job of it. You know who they are. They're the ones who are always representing the rights of the people. Some of them have fought for many years, feeling hopeless about the whole system, but they're going to be very happy when they see what what their efforts have brought. So we have the documentation now. We're going to need your help, of course, because we're not going to take over the government, as you've been told before. We're not going to take over your countries. We're not going to take over the world. We're going to make it possible for you to take back your country. And this includes Canada, because Canada is under a very similar system. All of it came from England, from English law. And all of it is illegal. So, you've been told all loans will be forgiven, because every loan that's written, written, except for the ones between you and your friend, those, of course, are real loans, so you'll still need to work that out between you and your friends. But there's going to be a whole lot more for everyone. So first, you've been told this. First, the arrests. First, we take care of the criminals and get them out of the way so that they can't make trouble. Then there will be landings. The ships will come. And you will see Nasara Law instituted. Now, Nasara Law is the philosophy and the the attitude of freedom, of dignity for the individual and for the community. We are not going to create an entire new system of government for you. You are going to do that yourself. It's not going to be as hard as you think. We will help you. We have guidelines in place, and you have a constitution. I know because I was there when it was written. You have a brilliant constitution, and what's going to happen is you will go back to your original constitution, the spirit of your original constitution, and build from there. So I see that it's it's getting late, and I know that there are people who want to ask questions. 
So I'm going to ask Anne to come back on the line and perhaps she can do her magic to talk to people and and get their questions. So, I mean, we have this whole panel here tonight, so we might as well make ourselves available to people who want to ask their questions. So I'm prepared. So is Sananda and Ashtar, Mother, Father, God, and we're all here. So let's turn this over to Anne now and let people ask their questions. Well, thank you, St. Germain. It's wonderful. Adamos. Um, I'm going to be the first one to ask questions Um, because a couple couple of uh, statements were made and I find I'm already immersed. Um, You know, my husband and I had a saying, when the door opens, you walk through, and doors have been opening and I have been walking through and I'm finding myself um, as you just said, um, involved in this new documentation to initiate um, reclaiming our our government and reestablishing the new constitutional government based on the original constitution. And this documentation that you just mentioned, uh, we are presently drafting the petition that we understand should be presented to the Provost Marshal General in Washington, D.C. That would be the uh, the one who is in office right now under that title, and also the Secretary of Treasury and perhaps um, the um, Chief Justice Roberts, um, are we on the right track, and is there anything we need to know about the verbiage that is in this petition that uh, Caroline is uh, now uh, fine-tuning to be presented on a worldwide petition format? That is brilliant, Anne. Mm. This is Saint Germain. Thank you. That is perfect. Um and I should suggest how to word this. You you know how to word these things. You're doing beautifully. You just said it. Now, you want to alert everyone to take part in this. Is that mm-hmm. right? Are you talking about the wording for your when you send this out by email and how to introduce well, it to people? Well, we are using a model uh, that uh, Zoraya read to us on Saturday's call with Zora. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, collected it through Richard, who was on a talk show. And I don't know who the author was. Uh, right now we're using that model. I, I'm just wanting to make sure that the model is correct. I don't think we have thousands of dollars to look for legal um, advice on this Um and it is I'll from make a the suggestion. Uh-huh. Why don't you write it out with your best um you will feel if it's right. Mhm. Uh, and ask me when it's written. Mhm. Send it to Catherine if you like. Mm-kay. We'll talk about it. 
Okay. We can all talk about it. We can Good. compare notes once you have it done. Okay. But we trust you. You'll you'll have what's necessary. And, you know, things are changing. So you don't need to worry about being sued for what you write. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who is involved in the process of putting forward this information mm-hmm. is going to want to share it. Yes. So if you don't have the author's name, you can... You can say you aren't aware of who it is, but you thank them for their work. Okay, okay. Um, We don't need to stand on ceremony. We need to get this out. Right. And the people who are working to make this happen, I assure you, are not involved in an ego issue. So you don't need to worry about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then we will just continue... Um, with good intention guiding us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, send it to Catherine, and then she'll get on the phone with you, and we'll talk about it. Great. And then we'll get it posted as soon as possible because it appears this is um, the key to opening the door to Nasara. Yes. Okay. Yes. There is an enormous key in the door. This is exciting, and I'm glad of you to turn it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad we can collaborate with you. I wouldn't want any better advice uh, as an overview uh, of of the verbiage that we're using, and uh, we will just consider that our guide. Uh, I'm very grateful for your offer. Thank you. I would be delighted. Okay, I have really? another question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I and then I've got um uh I did have uh oh, I've got one, two, three, four people waiting. But uh, the, my other question is for Mother Father God. Um you gave us a little teaser in the beginning and you said something about the new regime that was going to but we will learn more about it in the thrust of this uh, call. And you said it would be implemented this week, if I remember correctly. This is Mother, Father, God. I. What are you saying? With, what? <laughs> well, I'm remembering... Um, because I wrote it down with great anticipation because you said something about um, a new, uh, the new regime that is coming, but you didn't want to give it away. And you said, um, but you will learn more about it later in the call. Uh, and, and you indicated it would be implemented this week it, from what my notes said. Oh, no, I don't believe we were saying it would be implemented this week. Okay. But you will be finding out more um, as the week progresses. And by regime, we meant what what, uh, both Sananda and St. Germain have been talking about, the Uh changes in the government, in the banking systems. That was what we were referring to. So we're right on track then. We're right on track, yes. Well, that, that's fine. I didn't want to leave that dangling because I wasn't sure if I, you know, if I got the 
the expected information or not. So we have the information now. Okay. Well, we were referring to the old system as a regime because it was yeah. run by the cabal. Uh-huh. The new system is not going to be a regime. It's going to be uh, much more representative. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, we've got four people with their hands waving at me, and I'm going to take them in the order in which they have been waiting. And the first one is from area code 978, and uh, your last four numbers are 0318. And uh, we do ask that the questions you present be of interest to all listeners, nothing of any personal nature. And uh, we would like your name and where you're calling from, please. Hi. Uh, my name is Rebecca. I'm calling from Rockport, Massachusetts. Yes, go right ahead, Rebecca. Um, I uh, was instructed about a year ago as to how to make a corridor of light from Arcturus to my home, just to anchor in more light to the earth for healing. And... Um, a couple of times I've taken some pictures, one just this morning and one when I first did it back in August, and there were very clearly um, lights from some sort of craft. And the first one had lights that were white. There were four lights. And this morning they were red. And I was wondering if that indicated similar craft or different races that may be present or... You know, I'm just wondering, um, is it the same beings that are coming here to my house or um, just different sorts of craft from other, you know, various beings? And who do you want to present your question to? I think probably Lord Ashtar. Okay. And uh, we'll just wait just a moment so that... uh, Um, Catherine will be able to connect us with Lord Ashtar. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes, hello. It's Ashtar here. Um, I will ask you, I'll answer your question in general terms. Sure. Because many people are seeing uh, these lights. We have the capacity on our ships to present a colored light display if we wish, we generally use our white lights because they're what flying craft usually use. Uh, The lights that you saw, I believe, were were signaling the, the red lights specifically for you. Okay. But they may... You know, you may see ships up there once in a while. If they know that you're looking at them, they will blink. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that you created this corridor means that they are communicating with you directly. So, yes. I just think it's a good thing to try to do elsewhere, too, so I'm trying to help others do the same thing around my area. Wonderful. 
and especially on the us, equinox. Tell us where your area is. It's um, Cape Ann area of Massachusetts, north of Boston. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, um, Rebecca. Continue. Yeah, thank you. Keep it I up. I will. Thank and you. I'm trying to do one. Okay, thank you. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, Rebecca, um, yeah. I, I'm just uh, realizing we have only two minutes left. <laughs> what, oh. a, what a wonderful mm. call. This has been so absorbing. Um, we, we're into less than two minutes of airtime, and uh, I think uh, we, we probably should not try to take another call, but uh, let's uh, let Catherine close her call here. And uh, just we'll hear a little bit from Catherine as we thank all of our wonderful guests for so much valuable information. We're so grateful. Um, I'm speaking for myself and I'm sure for all of our listeners. And now, Catherine, um, would you like to please close our call? We have just a little left here. Sure, I'd love to. Actually, I'd rather keep going, but <laughs> unfortunately, we we're going to be cut off the air. So, um those of you who are on the call and have questions can send an email to us to ask your question and we'll make sure that it's answered next week. Um you know, it was pretty exciting to hear from from everyone, they had such interesting things to say. I'm sorry we didn't get to your questions, but we really appreciate your calling in, and and we do want to respect your questions and answer them. So we'll manage to do that, um, and we'll be ready to you know save a little extra time next week. So thanks to our wonderful guests and the love that they send to all of us. Thank you, Anne. Um, for doing such a lovely job keeping track of us here. <laughs> and, you know, all of you know that Anne's um, Hollow Earth Network, the acronym is HEN, and she is our mother hen, <laughs> which we laugh about and love. So I guess we'll say good night. Good night, Anne. Oh, good night, Catherine. It was a wonderful call, just beautiful. Thank you so much for providing this. Good night, everyone. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.